we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. So adamantbeliever.com forward slash moregodly2020.pdf. I got three ob- observances that we're going to make, uh, observations that we're going to make. Uh, and then, so the first thing we want to observe, this is a question everyone in here needs to ask themselves. How far have I drifted from you, Lord? You know, then this isn't everyone, but some, some of you, you were a little closer to the Lord when you were a little broker. You was in his face 24-7 when paying bills was a little more challenging. Can I preach in here? When you longed for a husband or a wife, the Lord was your spouse. And you talked to him every time you woke up and every time you went to bed. Right? But then things got a little better for you. Now you need to ask yourself, how far have I drifted from you, Lord? Amen? And you know, this happens with people all in the Bible, different ones. Just God blessed them with certain things and they, you know, start feeling themselves, got beside themselves, forgot some of the things they promised. You remember those promises, Lord, I'll never do this again if you get me out. Amen. Now, y'all ain't going to sleep on this message now. Okay. Somebody thinking about something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If you get me out this time, this is not like the other times. But then now it's time to just look up and you see how far have I drifted from the Lord. It's very important if we're going to be more godly. We have to understand why we're not as godly. Amen. And God understands us being humans. He don't have no tolerance for sin, but he understands or he wouldn't have given us an advocate with the father who the Bible says is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of our sins and all unrighteousness. So he baked that into the plan which we call salvation because he understood that there will be times when you will do the food. Amen? Amen. Some folks don't do the food. Some folks are perfect and them kind of folks. Amen. Good for you. (laughs) But I need the salvation power of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. And when you, you know, you've got to understand something. you got to understand something. You know, you can sin in your own mind. You can sin and in kill. You could, you could kill somebody in your mind. Yeah, and you need forgiveness for that, for that thought. You can commit adultery in your heart. You can lust in your heart. You can steal in your heart. Coveting. You can do all of these things just in your heart. So our, we just have a basic need for God's forgiving power. The power of forgiveness. Through salvation. It's so easy to get caught up in being us. And doing what we feel we should be 
doing. Isn't that easy to do? But you can get so caught up in being who you are that you totally forget to get before the Lord and check some stuff. When was the last time we asked God how close he was to us? Yeah. You know, you start your prayer off, ask him. Father God, how close are, are, are me and you good? Is there something between us? Is there something keeping me from you? Let me know what that is, Lord. Proverbs 16 and 2. All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes. In your head, all is well. I checked with the Lord last night and he said, all is good. (laughs) Yeah, in your head. But the Bible says all the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the what? The spirits. You might have picked up something. There might be something there. You good, but ain't nobody around you good. We should always check to make sure our relationship with him is more spiritual than what? (laughs) Make sure our relationship with him is more what? Spiritual than what? More spiritual than emotional. If your relationship with the Lord is emotional, that means it's based on situations and circumstance and you aren't walking by faith. If your relationship with the Lord is more spirit more is more emotional than spiritual, that means that your relationship is based upon what you can see. That's an emotional relationship. What you can see, what you can feel, what you can touch versus spiritual. Meaning I'm praying, I'm talking to the Lord. I'm not getting an, an- I'm not getting an answer. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe what has already been said. What has already been written. That's a spiritual relationship. Amen. I'm not going to base it on what's, what's happening right now. Just because I feel a certain way. Matthew 15 and 8 explains it like this. This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is what? That's an emotional relationship. Yeah, I, I, I man, Tuesday... We had a great time singing all the old songs and dancing around and, you know, praising God and those kind of things. But I don't want to live there. Amen. I, they, they, we can't do that every service. We can't do that every service. Then you're going to draw the folks that are here just for the music. We're not going to teach against sin. We're not going to teach living right. We're not going to teach these things. We're just going to make some noise. The Bible says that the people draw nigh unto me with their mouths and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is where? Far from me. Amen. So that's showing you the emotional versus the spiritual because if their heart was close to God, they'd want to change into what God wants them to be. 
Emotions change based on feelings. But being filled with God's spirit gives us power to endure what? All tests and trials. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Matthew 10 and 22. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that does what? Endureth to the... Emotional folk don't make it to the end. Don't get to the end looking for the emotional folks. The emotional folks was here based on emotion. But the Bible says, he that endureth to the end shall be what? Shall be saved. Observance two. Y'all enjoying this? Amen. Show me the things, Lord, I'm allowing in my life that are adding sorrow and not blessing. How many of you want blessings added to your life? How many of you, yeah, things have been pretty good, so I could use a little more sorrow. So we need to ask God, show me the things I'm allowing in my life that are adding sorrow and not blessing. Soon as you ask God that, I don't care who you are in here. As soon as you pray that prayer and ask God that, this is going to happen. He's going to show you the thing that's adding sorrow to your life instead of blessing. That thing is right there. Usually there is not just one thing that is blocking God's presence. But it's usually a selfish mindset altogether. At some point, you became about you. You know, this is why I go back to talk about childhood trauma. I talk about the things that we went through as a kid, all these different things, because these are the things that shaped us to become our own focus. In many cases, if you were traumatized or hurt at a young age, you didn't trust anyone but you. Yeah, especially if you were traumatized a lot of times by a parent or an adult or someone that was left to supervise you, you stopped trusting adult supervision. You created a toy or a a, a imaginary person to be a buffer between you and adults because you stopped trusting them. So the adult coming in and say, hey, didn't I tell you to do this? And then as soon as they leave, you're talking to the imaginary person. I'm not going to, when I grow up, I'm not going to let her talk to me like that. And you, yeah, you don't let people talk to you like that. You invented someone. Yeah. And you know, if all the personalities are coming through you, then you're a pretty selfish person. And as you get older, you may drop some of the imaginary things or the childish parts of it, but you still only trust you. And so everything is about you feeling better about you. That's why folks can't love. They can't love. You can do whatever for them. You can do whatever. Oh, you can do whatever for them. You can give them money. You can spend time with them. You can love on them. But when it comes to them, they'll cut you off. Because they're more important. And you couple that with a day full of watching nothing but likes and comments. Making a post and seeing who all going to say something. 
They get so full of themselves. Their existence becomes about them. Then you bring them in a setting like this or a fellowship where it's supposed to be the opposite. It's supposed to love our neighbor. It shouldn't be about us. It should be about someone else. It's about laying down your life. No greater love than this that a man would lay down his life. You put him in a relationship, in a marriage. Okay, what am I going to get out of this marriage? She ain't treating me right. Well, brother, she's, and this is right, she's reacting to you. <laughs> now, nah, see, you don't understand, but I be doing everything. It's just, you're selfish. Yeah, and that's why the divorce rate is so high. That's why, I mean, that's why all of these things are happening because we don't know how to stop being our own focus. We don't know how to make sacrifices. Then we try to follow Christ, who was the ultimate sacrifice. We don't have nothing in common with Jesus. We come into church because grandma told us it was right to do. Usually there is not just one thing, though. 2 Timothy 2, 3 and 2 tells us, in the end times or perilous times would come, men shall be lovers of their own, what? Selfish. It's the first thing he says. Perilous times are coming. Men going to be lovers of their own selves. They're going to be covetous, boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. But the very first thing, they're going to be lovers of their own self. They're going to be more important to them than anyone else. Can I keep going? Thinking and focusing on how you feel all day, every day will interfere with your blessings from God because selfishness is not a fruit of his spirit. That's a fruit of the devil's spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, temperance. All of these things, these are the fruits of God's spirit. Not selfishness. Once it comes, once it becomes about you, you've left God. Social media, low esteem, low self-worth or low value, etc., will always keep you as your main focus. That's why you need to fast. Amen. Just eating all the time will make you about you. Let's see what my stomach wants today. <laughs> Billy, what you want today? Shrimp and grits today. We had those yesterday, but that's okay, Billy. We do it again today. Yeah. Tuesday come. What do you want, Billy? You ain't getting nothing today. I'm taking control over you. Amen. I'm taking authority over the esophagus all the way down to the... (laughs) That's that's as much as I know. (laughs) I know there's an esophagus. Yeah, you got to take authority over your belly. Over that fork. Take authority over that fork. 
Yeah, because it's just about you too much. Take authority over that TV remote. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, just kick back watching drama. What kind of prayers are you getting through and all you watch is drama? Turn that Wi-Fi off. Uh Uh-oh, somebody just passed out. (laughs) Take that controller, that joystick. That's a fast. Amen. Don't you push the plate back and keep Harlem Nights on in the background. I don't understand that. I don't understand your logic. Like if you're going to fast, quit putting stuff in. That's the whole point. It's cleanup time. Just don't do that. But the new episodes, there's always new episodes. There are 18,000 series on Netflix. And you trying to get through all of them. Can you give God a month with no new episode? Ooh, I'm preaching in the house today. Somebody like, but I still have to pay that $5? Can you just give Netflix $5? They're going to be there when you get back. And then, listen, some of you, and here's the beauty of fasting. This is what I've always learned down through the years. After you fasted, some of these shows you ain't going to want to see no more. Man, this is a hard crowd today. You go to preaching against stuff. Yeah. So some of these shows you don't need to see anymore. They just don't show people getting high. They show where they get the cocaine and how they dig it out the poppy and how they bake it on the stove, man. It's just every detail. You should see it in 4K. In 4K, man. It just, it look. Why do you want to see cocaine in 4K? I'm telling there's no way you're going to watch all that cussing and killing and it not affect you. Jay, this is stuff I had to learn along the way, bro. Y'all young folk need to listen to me. You can't just take in, you can't ingest everything. Keep eating junk food and watch what happens when your body really needs some energy. Watch when your body go into your fat store. See, somebody didn't know that they had one of those. Yeah, yeah, your body stores up fat for when it needs it. But if that fat is nothing but Funyuns and, and, and <laughs> Tahitian treats, It'd be like somebody did pop the balloon. You need some energy and just, oh, oh. Is it supposed to hurt while I'm burning? But you store up some good stuff. Put some good stuff in you. So when you need good, good is there. While you fasting, I'm going to get the word of God. I'm going to read the word. While I'm riding, I'm going to listen to the Bible. While I'm sleeping, whatever, I'm going to just change things. One month, I can't do that. and I can't do it. Are you that carnal? The social media, low esteem, all these things. 
will always keep you as your main focus. If all mental, emotional, and spiritual paths lead back to you, then you have the spirit of the world in you. 1 Corinthians 3 and 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try what? Every man's work. Your worth is going to be tried by fire. So instead of getting stuff burned up, won't you just get rid of it? On your own. The third observance, Lord, your message of salvation and forgiveness should be the most important message in the world to me. Isn't that something? How we can go so far into Christendom, holiness. We've just, we, we so far into God's kingdom and learning and everything that we forgot the basic fundamentals of salvation. And not just salvation, but what? Forgiveness. Folks can be feel, say, I mean, they can sing songs that, that crack windows and hate folks. The foundation of everything we believe, hope for, and live should rest on the forgiving power of God and Christ's blood sacrifice for our sin. Look at somebody say the foundation of everything. Romans 5 and 8. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? Died for us. So it's about showing. Look at somebody say it's about showing love. Man, we can't get so saved that we forget to love. We can't get so saved that we forget to forgive. How do we pray and seek God with hatred in our heart? How do we believe God for a miracle, breakthrough, and all of these things with hatred in our hearts? When this message is no longer resonating in our words deeds and daily walk then we have missed God what all together first Corinthians 2 and 2 for I determined not to know anything among you this is Paul saying save Jesus Christ and what he said no matter what you think I know and how smart you think I am there's a main thing here and that main thing is Jesus Christ crucified because without him there is no religion of Christianity (laughs) amen I'm sorry I don't want to be a part of a church I don't want to go to a church where the crucifixion of Jesus Christ is not the main thing the death burial and resurrection of Jesus the salvation that came because of his blood sacrifice if that's not the main thing then that's not a christian church and all you got to do is think about how raggedy you used to be and that'll make you go to forgiving folk amen that'll make you reconsider throwing that rock at that glass house you was just about to talk about them when the subject came up and then you thunk back 
to what the power of God had done for you. Where you used to be. Folk come to your house looking through pictures and stuff. You be hiding certain photo albums. Oh, don't look in the yearbook. I don't even want you to see what was what, in the paragraphs they was writing when they were signing. Because that's not who I used to, that's not who I am anymore. You see what I'm saying? I remember, but thank God for Jesus. Amen. And I need that to be, that need to be the focus. God forgave you so you could what? Forgive. He saved you so you could help your family and others. The message of the cross must stay at the forefront of all we do and what? And believe. All we do and believe, the message of the cross has to stay in the forefront. 1 Corinthians 1 and 17. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of what? What is he saying? He's saying, I got to keep the main thing the main thing. Can't add a bunch to it or it'll make you miss the simplicity of being forgiven so you can forgive. That's simple. This is why we don't sit around and hold grudges. This is why we don't ate. This is why we let folks off the hook. This is why we forgive because Christ did that for us. Amen. Let folk let them off the hook because you're going to need to be off a hook. Anybody need to, need it to be off a hook or two in your time? Amen. So, I, I, hey, I'm not holding it. I can't hold that against them. And so I don't want to over-preach and over-research to the point of, because you know that's what the internet is doing now. It's just making everything so complicated. There is no simplicity to forgiveness anymore. People go on the internet because they don't want to forgive. So let me find out what I can find to stop me from forgiving and have a reason where I don't have to forgive. Yeah, yeah, let me go. Let, let, let me find a belief system that's going to complicate this to the point to where I can keep my anger and direct it at a people group. Be mad at the white folks now. No, oh, look what they did to us. What did they do to you? I mean, they did it to all of us. You remember them ships? Yeah, because they, they, they went, they, they just trying to find a way to be mad. I don't want a resolution. I don't want to forgive. I don't want to let it go. Well, that's the basic foundation of Christianity, man. You got to look at somebody and say, you got to let it go. You're not going to make it in here if you don't let it go. It's going to be an offense that the enemy's going to use as bait. And he's going to bait you with the offense because you won't forgive. That's in there. It's in there. You've been here four years, but somebody said something you didn't like the first year and you haven't forgotten it. The devil is. Baiting you. He wants to catch that. Catch you on the hook. 
But God wants to let you off the hook. Man, let that, can you let that go? I guarantee you, your anger ain't even associated with that. That's something that happened to you years before at the other church you was at. Let that stuff go, man. Aren't you ready to sleep? Your family's in there. You're going to lose your family over an offense? Can't just forgive? Sorry ain't good enough. Well, you must like holding on to your sins then. Sorry is good enough for me because I need to let stuff. I, amen. It's good enough for me because God, I said it to him and he let me off the hook. So how dare I try to hold somebody else to an impossible standard? Look at somebody and say, let it go. The message of the cross must stay at the forefront of all we do and believe. Summary! Distractions in this life come to keep us self-serving. Everything today seems to point to our needs, likes, wants, and desires. That's the New Age movement. Back when they were talking about the New Age movement back in the 80s, some of y'all are too young for that. Ted know what I'm talking about. But they used to say the New Age, that's what it was. It was knowledge of self. It was all about self-empowerment. When the Beatles came and brought the, 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 the transcendental meditation, all that, it was all about self, empowering self. It's about you now. The world has done a number on you. Now it's time for you to take care of yourself. Okay? So this new age philosophy of selfishness came. And everything in, now, and everything in our society now points to our needs, likes, wants, and desires. This selfishness is what Paul referred to as perilous times. It's going to be bad when everybody's selfish. I feel sorry for these young folk looking for wives and husbands and stuff like that now because, my God, today, folk ain't ready to give up nothing for nobody. They just want to add you to it. Selfishness. So most people today are lovers of their own selves. And they love pleasure more than God. Everything is about us. It's time to do an evaluation and find out why you are your focus all the time. That's what we're doing. That's what Tuesday you fasting. Wednesday, you go, what you doing Wednesday? Come in for prayer. We're going to get to the bottom of it. It's time to do an evaluation. Find out why you are your focus all the time. Whether it's pleasure, pain, or self-purpose seeking, or thoughts, uh, our thoughts seem to focus on us full time. This is why the Bible says that we must take every thought captive and force it to obey the will of God. You gotta force your thoughts. You gotta force yourself to act right. You gotta force your mind to do what needs to be done. Nope, we're not doing that, mind. Because that don't make no sense, mind. If we do not, our thoughts will make us more important than we should feel about ourselves. This is how our children get low self-esteem. This is why wives feel unappreciated and husbands feel neglected. 
our selfish thoughts can bring us down and cause us to make terrible decisions. But God's spirit brings the love of others into the picture. Laying down your own life for others, showing kindness and forgiveness, accepting people for who they are and not what they can do for you. Unconditionally loving and praying for husbands, wives, children, and loved ones. This is the mindset of a what? This is a true believer, y'all. The message of salvation, forgiveness, and healing has to stay at the forefront of our existence as believers. We can never surrender to the perilous times mentality, but we must keep God's love as our what? Example. When we can put the need of others above our own desires and wants, then we have become more like God and less like the world. 1 Corinthians 2 and 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Listen to this, y'all. And this is why you got to fast. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Let me say that again. This is why you, listen, this is why you have to force the issue. You have to interrupt your life and force the issue. I'm not making a life-changing, life-shattering, life-augmenting decision if I haven't put my flesh in check. Because that would mean I would be making a decision based on feeling and how the natural man is perceiving things. The Bible is telling us, 2 and 14, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So the natural man can't do, he can't understand the spirit or the spiritual things. But he that is spiritual, the Bible says, judges what? All things. Yet he himself is judged of what? No man. So when you are spiritual, you're able to judge all things. This is why your flesh must decrease so your spirit man can increase. This is why we take time to fast, put ourselves in check so that we can die to the spiritual things. A lot of the decisions you're making, you're making just because of the sitcom you're watching. You watch Breaking Bad every day. A lot of the decisions you're making are because you are ingesting Breaking Bad. You're watching things. You're taking in things. You're listening. Do we need to even go into the music? Y'all ain't turn your old music back on, have you? Lord, nothing seems to work out in my favor. It's based on that. So what you have to do is you have to go through a period where you deny yourself those things. 
Turn those things off. Spend some time increasing the spirit man. So the natural man will get out of the way. Amen? Everyone stand to your feet. Amen. Anybody need the natural man out of the way? Been in the forefront too long. Your flesh feels weird. You've been just listening to that too long. You've been listening to him too long. He's been pushing you this way, pushing you that way. And it's time to make a decision based on spiritual things. What is best? God, how far away are you from me? I need you closer. I need to make a better choice this time. Amen? Everyone bow your heads. And if that's you, if you, if, if you need help with that, I want you to just come up. We're going to do what we've been doing. Just come on. I need to increase the spirit man. More godly in 2020. More godly in 2020. Don't matter how you were in 19, 2019. Don't matter what you may have gotten into, fallen into, what you may have put on your plate. You know, a lot of times we just keep adding stuff to our plate until God have to slap the plate out of our hand. Well, that's why we have times like this, so we don't have to, we, we just don't have to, God don't have to knock the plate out of our hand. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to deal with the plate. I'm, I'm going to deal with this. No matter what happened in 2019, 2020 is going to be different because we're going to dedicate this year to God, the beginning of it. So everyone bow your heads, those of you that have come up, we're going to trust and believe starting Tuesday with the fast, starting Wednesday with the prayer, Thursday with the fast. We're going to take this time this month, and we're going to really, really become more godly in 2020. Your heads bowed. Father God, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for each and every person that is here. I thank you, Lord God, for each and every person's heart. God, we want the message of your cross, your crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection to remain the most important message at ABC. The message of forgiveness, reconciliation, repentance. God, we want those things, not just with you, but with our families, with our friends, with relationships. We don't want any bad relationships steering and affecting our relationships in our own home. So right now, Father God, we just pray, Lord, that you would begin to show us how the path, illuminate that path, and show us how to become more godly in 2020. There are some things we got to give up. There are some things we have to turn off. There are some things we have to avoid. There may even be people we have to avoid. There are some voices that we can't listen to anymore. There are some places we just cannot go anymore. There are some things we got to delete from our GPS, from our computer history, from just whatever the case, Lord. Changes need to be made if we're going to live for you in this year. So I pray, God, for the courage. I pray, Lord, for the understanding. I pray, Father God, 
for the stand in each and every believer under the sound of my voice. God, that we will draw nigh to you. And you said in your word, if we draw nigh unto you, you will draw nigh unto us. So we thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Give you glory and honor for it in advance. In Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.